Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Capitalist Investor. Uh, you have me back this week, Diamond Hands D. Hope everyone out there is doing well. Cool Hand Luke, what's going on, my man? How are we? What a start to 2024, <laughs> man. The past two weeks, it's a lot of stuff's been happening. It's a new banger every single it's, day. 2023, was, we were excited. To put that behind us. Yeah. I, don't th- I think we should have stayed in 2023. <laughs> I think that's a, what a lot of people wanted. <laughs> but we're here now. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about a few things. Um, you know, Tony has um, got a bunch of stuff going on today. So uh, the two two of us will handle it. But um, hey, before we dive in, did you see there was, um, there's another cool hand Luke out there? Did you see this? Oh, no. Why? Yep. How? <clears throat> so I was watching, uh, watching sports and... Uh, Apparently, um, darts over uh, in the yeah. UK is a big thing. It's huge. Have I've you ever? ever I've ha- watched it. I, I was at a bar one day and they had it on. Mm-hmm. It was getting pretty intense. Yeah. Like and I'm just like I got like a found new love for darts. And I started <laughs> playing it actually with my buddy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's wild. Yeah, people were going crazy. But yeah, it was. Um, I only looked because, or I only heard about it. There was a 16 year old. Did you hear about this guy no, no. Uh, throwing throwing some darts? He made it all the way to the finals of the um, you know the big tournament over there. It's like a huge, huge kind of like stadium setup, just with like rows of like <laughs> pub tables. People just going crazy. He's throwing some heat. Oh yeah, he made it all the way to the finals. 16 years old. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, cool hand Luke Humphreys actually took him down in the finals. I have to go over there and fight him, man. Yeah, it, you, can't, it, you can't be stealing my name like that. I had never thought about you know going to uh the uk to watch darts but it looked awesome we should like get a dartboard here and just like <laughs> when we need to take our mind off things just start playing we should have like a dart competition mm-hmm. make it big over here in the cleveland area i have one in my basement never been used really well i'm coming <laughs> over sometime I'm doing doing the golf simulator that you have it's in then, the golf simulator room yeah yeah i'm doing the golf mm-hmm. simulator and we're playing darts yep. sometime man awesome well, let's do it but uh we got a lot to talk about so um you know kind of a um, you know, last minute topic. <laughs> so the SEC, um, we thought they had proved uh, a, a Bitcoin ETF. That's been big, big topic for the last six months or so. So we'll we'll hit on that real quick, um, and then a, b- a bunch of a uh, bunch of uh, lighthearted uh, articles. I think that that we found. So um, office vacations hit a record high in twenty twenty three. Not not shocking there. Um, a record number of CEOs left in 2023, so we'll talk about that. Record bankruptcies as well since yep. 2008-2009. And um, Alaska Airline, you know, that, that nightmare scenario uh, we saw unfold with uh, part of the plane ripping off. You know, there's an interesting story, uh, sub-story to that, so we'll, we'll hit on that real quick. All right, so let's talk about Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> SEC comes out. Yesterday, right after the market closes, 4.05 p- uh, p.m. on Twitter or X, whatever one you want to call it, yep, and said that they have approved a spot Bitcoin ETF. Bitcoin skyrocketed 2000 bucks and then sold off 5000 bucks. Mm-hmm. Just volatility like crazy, buying and selling, tons of volume coming in. And then 10 minutes, like 4.15, after they put the tweet out, um, they said that, that they were hacked. <laughs> or an intern, maybe. But who knows? Like someone posted something they shouldn't have, and uh, they basically had now have to investigate themselves for market manipulation. Isn't yeah. that funny? Yes, <laughs> it is. It is hilarious. You know that 
probably shouldn't be making uh, light of it since it's obviously a very serious subject. But um, this, you know, it, it opens up um, even because we've seen stuff like this happen before where news has gotten out on, on X or Twitter um, that has moved the market in, in some direction that turns out not to be true. Um, and with, with everyone trading with, uh, you know, real time information, basically it's very easy (laughs) to, to get sucked up into, um, those not true rumors or however it happened. I don't know. Do you think, do you think, really think it was a leak or do you think I think more like the scenario is that someone scheduled the tweet to come out and they put the wrong time in or something like that. I think there was just a mistake on that end. Yeah, that's probably. Um, I think actually uh, Elon Musk investigated into it from the back end and Mm -hmm. found out like exactly what happened. And he said that they weren't hacked from his Mm -hmm. research. They were not hacked. It had to come. From either a two, it had they weren't hacked from their end. They possibly were hacked. It came from a, a phone, the two-step verification. Mm-hmm. Um, the phone that was linked up to there, potentially something could have gone wrong. Right. So either it could have been a scheduled tweet, or it could have been someone actually did hack into the phone that was linked to that account. Yeah, uh, that's wild. Just wild, wild stuff. What do you think? So now that this um, approval has, uh, it has to be close to happening. We've been we've been hearing about it for so several there's weeks now. conspiracy theories out there. That are saying that it's possibility that because they did this, they can now extend the length of when or when it, when it will not get approved. Right. Because now <laughs> that they have to investigate themselves essentially for launching this yep. uh, this wrong tweet, it gives them more leeway and time to, to actually not approve it by the deadline today. Right. Or yesterday if you listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, look who just showed up. From the, you know, somewhere else. I don't know where you were at. I, I'm sorry. I had to pop in. I'm here in spirit. Hi, guys. What's up, it's man? To- it's Tony. We miss you. I know. Now um, doing bigger and better things. Yeah, last week. I, I, I got to go, but I just had to come and say hi to both of you and anyone who may be listening. Um, but, man... Um, Nate, what what you and I taught, like Luke and I we talked about... We got some emails. We got some emails about our pick, our stock picking... Oh yeah, uh, th- extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Good God, I, I, this is why you have a balanced portfolio. I picked Boeing, and literally the doors are falling off. <laughs> They're blowing off, man. Uh, and then and then what? Match dot com loves in the air, baby. Loves mm-hmm. in the air. Yeah, it was funny. It was, came out the gate thirteen plus and finished up three or something. Like, man, it's been a volatile start for you, Tony. I'll <laughs> start is is definitely uh is definitely uh something to say about it but anyway um just thought I'd come and say hi guys all right well thanks you. for you thanks for stopping by We'll watch those Maybe stock picks. I told you I was going to get in here with a cameo. <laughs> You're getting a little too close to my face, Tony. I don't like it. <laughs> but no, no, I think you know Tony had to come in here because we have gotten some emails actually mm-hmm. from uh, listeners of the podcast and clients um, saying, hey, here's some stock picks you talked about last week. And uh, Tony's has been on fire, both good and bad. <laughs> Literally almost on fire, right, with the Boeing thing. So mm-hmm. um, I think Tony had to come in here and uh, – Explain himself a little bit. Yep, yep. He uh, he just can't stay away. <laughs> just loves his podcast, man. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with the um, the SEC uh, today, really. So 
um, the day before the the pod comes out. It's going to get approved. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, I, there's a reason, no reason not to. And plus, regulatory oversight, whether it's good or bad for Bitcoin, I don't know if it's good or bad. I really don't know if this Bitcoin ETF is good or bad, frankly, because mm-hmm. it does put decentralization centralized. It's not really what it's supposed to be. Yeah, right. That's exactly um, right. So. I don't know if it's good or bad, but I do think it's going to get approved. Mm-hmm. Just like um, you know, people buying the Bitcoin into their uh, you know Coinbase wallet or whatever. No you point. Know, yeah, no point at all. No so. point. The whole reason of Bitcoin is to put it on a hard drive, flash drive, and keep it for yourself if the world was ending. Yep. <laughs> all right, so we'll uh, we'll talk more about uh, the SEC approval uh, or non-approval of Bitcoin. I'm sure uh, as the weeks go by, but probably going to get through today, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens with the price there. Um, but, um, not surprising news, um, you know, offices around America hit a new, uh, um, vacancy record, uh, looks like about, uh, almost 20% of the office space out there is not least, which is the highest since 1979, which is a, a wild stat right there, honestly. Um, so, you know, we've been talking about this theme theme for a while now. Yeah. Um, you know, I think um, it, it's not directly related, but the um, what is that uh, office like you can kind of rent out? Work? Yes. <laughs> so there is. Um, so there's one of those in uh, the Beachwood Mall, right? Yep. So um, I'm not sure if it's that specific brand, but this is that concept. And it replaced um, uh, a restaurant and a bunch of other stuff there because they couldn't obviously get the retail space. Um, and that is officially failed. Um, that that is closing up. So, um, lots of you know repurposing ideas out there for for all this different office space. Um, but hard to hard to imagine based on all of the you know the new policies, work from home, all that stuff that um, that we're going to recover a lot from that number. It yeah. seems. Well, I don't think we are fully ever going to recover. The economy is mm-hmm. different and changed, especially with what we talk about all the time, technology and artificial intelligence. I still just want to get this across. Anybody that's working from home, especially all the time working from home, I'm not talking even just hybrid. If you're working from home all the time, you need to think to yourself, how important is my job <laughs> and can technology replace my job in the next 10 years? Yep. If the answer to that is it's a possibility that I get replaced the next 10 years, you better get back to the office as quick as possible and learn a new skill. Yep. Absolutely. That's my take. That is, um, that is a great take. That's exactly what, that's exactly what's going to happen. You know, the, we, I've been saying this for a long time, people who run businesses, you know, CEOs, owners, entrepreneurs, they are, they are not happy, I would say, in general, about all of these new trends, <laughs> about work from home. Um, I've been saying this since 2020. Um, working from home drives CEOs bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to manage. We've all seen the, you know, the Zoom calls and, you know, 60 people on a Zoom call. You know, how efficient are we? Um, I think Mark talks about this quite a bit as well, where... At some point, the tide is going to turn. the The script is going to flip, um, and the employees are not going to have all the power like they have right now. And it's kind of going to normalize a little bit more. And what Luke just said is absolutely uh, spot on, in, in my opinion. It has 
there has to be more there's there's going to be a breaking point yes. <laughs> at some point in the future and it's probably not going to be pretty. Now, the question for me Derek is what what happens to all this office space? Because the question isn't whether or not people return back to work, it's whether they get replaced, mm-hmm. I think, right? So you have all this office space that will need to be turned into something or just literally going to be sitting there and someone's going to be left holding the bag and bankruptcies will take up in real estate. Mm-hmm. So like what's going to be the repurpose you think? Warehouses from Goods being shipped, you know what's going to happen? What what are these going to be turned into? That's that's a multi billion dollar question too. Because if you can turn these into something that people want yeah. to go to and mm-hmm. be in, like there's a lot of money to be made. Well, you know, so every everything can't become an Amazon warehouse, right? Yeah, um, I, we've seen that locally here with um, was it Randall Park Mall um, that had you know it was shut down essentially for for years and years and years, and then. That got repurposed into uh, an Amazon facility. Yep. Um, there's a new, there's a massive, brand new Amazon facility by my house. Um, I drive through it in in uh, like Bedford area. Um, so, and you know, even by the office, uh, one exit down from us, um, there was a, a huge shopping center that only Giant Eagle was in, um, and they completely redid that and. Um, there's a Chipotle over there. That's why I know. <laughs> of course, that's the reason. <clears throat> but they are using that as well. So um, there appears to be demand, um, at least a little bit. You know, I don't think it's just going to all dry up overnight, automat- or uh, you know, dry up overnight. But um, that is the million dollar question. Yeah. That you know, there's only so much warehousing space, and um, you know, skateboarding parks you can you can you can build out cloud server warehouses. Yeah, <laughs> you know, seriously, AI technology gets built out. You're gonna need to put these servers and technology somewhere, right? I don't yeah. know. Like, there's all kinds of you got to think about the new economy to really see like what are people behaviors doing, what do people want to do, or what are businesses doing that you know the space will be needed for. I don't know. It's an important question. We can maybe dig deeper over the next couple of years on that. Yep, absolutely. That's going to be a huge trend. Um, you know, there's there's also the um, you know financial component uh, behind it too. Yeah, we've talked a, a lot about that with the um, you know the debt essentially. Yeah, um, you know, I've talked to buddies who are you know in the in the renting housing you know uh, business. Um, you know. I've got one buddy uh, renting who um, owns their their company owns several uh, apartment buildings in New York City, yep. and all that debt is coming due. And when it does come due, and they have to refinance at higher rates, they're going to be marginally profitable at best. Yep. So when all this debt comes due, the banks are going to have a choice, right? To you know, kind of go um, hellfire and brimstone. Um, where no one makes money and, you know, they're foreclosing on people or are they going to work with these these people to yep. um, figure out a solution? Um, it's a lot easier to do that when you have tenants and people, you know, in the building. Uh, when they're not in the building, then that's where it becomes a, a massive problem yep. all at once. <clears throat> all right. So uh, record number of CEOs left their companies in 2023. A new report finds, so it looks like 1,170, that seems like a lot, uh, CEOs left their posts in 2023. That's a 50% increase from the prior year. Um, so, you know, what What do you think? Uh, what do you think on this one, Luke? Um, I think uh, CEOs are taking this, with the market hitting all-time highs or growing at least last year and 
doing pretty well and valuations coming back. Um, I think a lot of CEOs are just saying, well, I weathered the storm over the past two or three <laughs> years and uh, things aren't too bad right now. Let me leave before things actually get bad. Yep. I mean, I think that's just kind of the mentality is everyone was stressed out the past three years. Mm-hmm. When you're running a company, if you're running, you're running a company, all the volatility as in like volatility in the economy, yep. unknown to the economy. People, I mean, have you seen pictures of some of these CEOs like in three years, how much they've aged? Oh, yeah. Like, they, like <laughs> People that didn't have wrinkles now have wrinkles. Yep. You know, people that didn't have spots underneath their eyes now have spots underneath their eyes. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's age people, man. It's age me. I feel like I'm going I'm already going gray. Like, <laughs> these past three years have been crazy, man. Yeah, they really have. They really have. Um <clears throat> I'd say uh consolidation as well is probably uh an an additional uh thing that, that you could, you know, possibly point to. Uh, but you know, I think I think Luke pretty much nailed it on this one. It's the <laughs> well, thanks, Derek. the uh, hey, uh, well, things are kind of going okay. Um, there's some money on the table for me if I leave. I think I'm just going to take that and peace on out of here. I'll <laughs> take my twenty five, thirty million bucks, whatever yep. it be, hundred mm-hmm. million bucks, and do my own thing. Yep, relax, <laughs> <laughs> enjoy my next ten years of life because that's all I've got because I stressed out so much the past three years. Right, that kind of mentality. Yep. But I mean, you know, there's just there's just so much more that that has been, you know, put on their plate here in, you know, the last the last couple of years. It's it's much, much more difficult to to run a business. I mean, also, here's the thing, too, is I think a lot of CEOs, I see I I, I firmly believe this, whether it's good or bad, some scary things, too. There's, There's some bad to it. But you're seeing younger generations step into leadership roles a lot more, I think, you know, mm-hmm. Like I'm not. It's no longer the 65, 75 year old CEOs. Yeah. You're now seeing like the 45 year old, 50 year old CEOs stepping in, right? It's like the that you're getting younger when it comes to executive teams. Which I don't know if that's good or bad. It's good to adapt to the new economy and understand the new economy because you know things are technologically more you know driven than they were you know for previous generations. But also. The experience sometimes is, is something you have to factor in as well, right? For sure. Um, and I think a lot of younger people, just speaking from my peers and people I know that are in kind of really important roles, um, a lot of the people I know like sometimes have, get an ego and they think they know it all. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is with being an exe- executive, these executive teams, the mentality they have to have is they have to – understand that they don't know everything they have to rely on a team behind them and important consultants or whatever be like to make sure they make the right decision so you're gonna see some companies do well because you know they're able to adapt but some companies also not do well because they have egos attached to them that's another quick observation i think agreed all right well let's wrap things up this week with um a pretty wild, a pretty wild story. So, um, <clears throat> I think uh, I think we've all heard about the uh, Alaska Airlines flight at this point, where kind of uh, a, a section of the the fuselage came came off the plane. So you know, full flight of people um, flying around up there with a giant hole in the side of the plane. That's what Tony was talking about. Uh, yeah, just wild. They've actually uh, subsequently grounded all of those planes and, and found more problems, So, um, which Tony knows about. <laughs> um, but this, this story was, was pretty crazy. So um, an Oregon man claims to, found, to have found an iPhone that fell 16,000 feet from that flight, um, which apparently he found still in airplane mode. 
So I don't know why when I drop my phone from like two and a half, two and and a half feet, (laughs) it shatters. But, you know, an iPhone falling out of the sky from 16,000 feet still works just fine when when it lands. Conspiracy theories, man. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get you to buy that new iPhone. Titanium. There's a little button in there. Once it hits two years old, it automatically weakens the glass. (laughs) Yeah, man. This is this is insane. Um First of all, I want to talk about the plane. Um, they were only at like 15,000 feet. Mm-hmm. And when depressurization happens, all that matters essentially is the pressure inside the plane compared to the outside of the plane. And at 15,000 feet, the pressure is a lot less than it is at 35,000 feet cruising like right. altitude, right? So if they were actually at 35,000 feet and this were, were to happen, if this was in cruise, they were cruising up above, like getting their destination – this probably would have ended a lot differently, man. Yeah. Like, they, there's three lap babies. Mm-hmm. And, like, the pressurization, like, they felt the pressurization change. And they felt, like, things trying to go out of this small door, whatever it be, at 15,000 feet, 35,000 feet. Those mm-hmm. babies probably would have came off the laps and threw out through that door. Oh, yeah. Or anything on your laps and that not strapped in. Like, that's scary. Yeah. Like, this could have been a lot different. Or if they were over, I think, the uh, ocean, that could have been ended differently. So, that iPhone, you know. It's not a, it's a, somehow, like you said, it, it survived. And uh, the door, they found the door in the teacher's backyard, I think. Yep. But yeah, you know, if that, if, if that happens at 35,000 feet, yeah, you can't, you can't breathe at that point. I know that. Well, so you, you have breathe. to have the, the mask. Your ears are probably shot. Yeah. Your ears, drums mm-hmm. are blown out. Yep. Like, and they're asking, the crazy thing is United or not United, I'm sorry. Not United. Alaskan. Alaska. Alaskan. United has the biggest fleet. I know the 737s. Mm-hmm. Alaskan Airlines, where this happened to, they're offering the people on the plane like 1500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I probably would never fly again. Or something like I mean, I was very close to not flying again after what happened to me. I told you, the yep. listeners mm-hmm. down in um, Sarasota, which was very minimal compared to this. Yeah. Like, if this happened, I would want a lot more than 1500 bucks. Yeah. To, $1, for mental health. Is not going to get it done. And uh, two free uh, United passes for the lounge. <laughs> There's babies never flying again, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> They're traumatized the rest of their life. So, well, so I was out last week. So, um, you know, any uh, any good conspiracy theories happened so far in 2024? Miami, man. Oh, yeah, that's wild stuff. Shadow aliens, creatures. Eight foot tall shadow aliens in Miami. <laughs> I saw that. That's wild. In a hundred and... 200 police cars showed up. I don't know what happened, but the pictures of those police cars, I, they're, they're, I've never seen so many police cars all in one place. So what's your take, man? Uh, there's no one's talking. There, the um, I saw one of the higher-ranking members of the police force. Um, there was a video of his son like FaceTiming him, like asking him what, what went on, and he's like, I can't talk about it. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So no one's talking. Um, no one knows if it's true or not. There seem to be conflicting reports that um, flights were stopped. Internet was out. Power was out. It uh, it was a wild scene. One thing. I, I just can't wait to buy my cabin and just turn my phone <laughs> off. Just go completely go off grid. I told you, man. Hunting. I, I think I told the listeners. I went hunting like a month ago. Mm-hmm. The best thing I've ever done in my life. Sat yeah, in a tree stand for out, seven hours. Yeah, just sitting and outside. And literally just connecting with nature. Yep. And that was probably the best and most at peace I've felt in four years. Yep. It's, it's, uh, 
It doesn't happen enough these days. That is for sure. People getting outside. If you want and, to be happier, turn your damn phone off. <laughs> yeah, that's just so just, true. Just stop <laughs> listening to media. <laughs> like, relax. <laughs> anyway, appreciate uh, everyone listening. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you have any hot takes, like criticizing Tony's picks, <laughs> <laughs> send, send them in or any hot topics that you want us to talk about. Because this year it has been pretty crazy already. Yep, and he uh, didn't he win the the whole competition last year. No, yeah. so okay, here's the rankings, official rankings. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I I came in second place by fifty basis points, point five percent. Tony came in third place actually. Oh, so Matt Geary, one of our CFAs, props mm-hmm. to him. Shout out to him. He came in first place. He was up like I don't know fifty five percent with his three stocks. I was up like fifty four and a half percent with my three stocks. Tony was like up like forty eight percent. Um, and then uh, shout out to Rob Lambert, who was our loser. Um, <laughs> oh, man. He's going to have to pay for uh, this good old big dinner we're about to have. Sounds good. That sounds real good. You guys going to Marble it's Room? It's payback from me losing a couple years ago. Yep. We're going to Marble Room. We're going to have some Wagyu. Ooh. And <laughs> nice. I'm going to have like a $200 whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> the most expensive thing I'll probably ever drink in my life. <laughs> nice. All right, well, um, that'll do it for us this week. Thanks, everyone out there for listening. Um, I think uh, all three of us will be back next week, so that'll be good. That'll be the first time this year. Um, If you guys have questions, um, comments, show ideas, hit us up at info at swpconnect.com, and we'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.